late. He shows up 20 minutes late, right? So whatever, no big deal, because it was really impromptu. So I was like, whatever. He texts me like five minutes before he gets there. He's like, I'm just going to let you know I'm really high. I'm like, okay, that's nothing out of the norm, <laughs> whatever. So he was really high, like just spaced out high, right? So he's sitting there, fanny pack across his shoulder, whatever. Oh, he orders a 20-ounce beer. So I'm like, okay, I've seen Wade drink beer and be high before. It's 12 o'clock, but so sure. Noon or tw- midnight? No, noon is my lunch break. <laughs> so then he's like, he pulls out this little pill bottle and he goes, looky what I got, shakes it and goes, Ritalin. I was like, he's like, more Ritalin. And he pulls it out, he puts it in his hands. Just as I'm about to say to him, like, yo, you really need to calm down. He takes one, puts it in his mouth, chugs it down with the beer. I'm like, so you just got high, you're chugging beer and taking Ritalin. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then he goes, you know what will really just make this all level out for me? Because when I go home and take a muscle relaxer. I'm like, yo, you're out but of guess control. guess what, though? Boneless wings were fire. Shout out to Lloyd. I know you fucking hate boneless wings, but yeah, you they were traditional. Fire. Ah, no. Soft, soft right. people eat boneless. What? Watch your mouth, man. Can we? Can nah, you defend here? Nah, boneless wings are good <laughs> if you don't feel like getting if you don't feel like getting down and dirty. Like if you're just you know, quick, like hey, I'm eat these boneless wings. But if not, you gotta get the actual wings. For what? If like I'm trash? Well, for trash? What do you want? A little chicken nugget? All right, first of all, you watch your mouth saying the N word, all right? Huh? Just watch your mouth saying the N word, all right? Ain't no fucking nuggets <laughs> over <laughs> here. <laughs> say what I said. I didn't think about it. Like, what? What I just say? <laughs> <laughs> Make a boneless wing different than a, a what, chicken tender. A bone. Or a the bone, because it's less. But I'm saying, like, meat, they, they are similar. Of like a, a, what? Yeah, why did you why did you do that? <laughs> I'm so out of it. Yo, <laughs> Josh isn't here yet. Why are they... Um, Wait, is Scoop and Josh coming every week? <laughs> no, I hit up Scoop. He said something about Scoop. I'm looking at my phone right now. Wait, did Josh... He's supposed to be coming to get his bag. His laptop's What's right there. What's the difference between the meat and a chicken tender? Or hey, the bike. Oh, I didn't know you had it. Yeah, it's just like, you, know, you said, what? What? What's the difference between the meat and a bone? <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> the, all right, yo, know, first meat, of all, this is the second uh, uh, eggplant uh, reference you've made. First, it was Josh's I'm pickle. Consistent. And then you're like, what's the difference between the meat? No, What's the, the meat, meat? Okay, the meat <laughs> in a boneless wing versus a chicken tender slash and or nugget. Yo, it's, what, first what's of all, different? the boneless is just so fluffy. I feel like there's more tenderized meat. And like the chicken, it's like you're just eating skin. What? Like, it's like, what it's, about the breading on a boneless wing? The breading is awesome. But you're and saying you're so just much, eating skin. It's you're so basically much more. just eating breading. I feel like you get more, uh, no homo, like more beef. I mean, more meat. More beef. You, you no, try sure. not to say meat. I'm All right, look. More chicken for each, like, bite. Ah. I, like, you could, like, slide a wing. Like, oh, man, this is getting so bad. Um, anyway, it's Locker Talk. Uh, I'm here with Kate again and G. And G is uh, on his phone telling me about all my bad decisions. I didn't that like I that energy when you said again. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, so uh, a lot of stuff's going on. Uh, do a little quick recap. Uh, Kate, I'll let you run into it since you got a full week to listen to me. Uh, and also, too, apologies for all the rambling and before. Glad you guys tuned in. So how do you feel about me uh, a week from now? Um, probably album of the year. 
Sheesh. So like, this is something like you you're standing by. Like, I, I said probably. <laughs> I, I say that I feel like it for me personally, personal opinion. It's um, between that and Book of Ryan and Daytona. I do have a hard time deciding because Daytona and Book of Rhyme for me are easier listens in a sense. Why? Why? What, like explain that. So because because like, like, Meek is like street rap. It's it's hard. It's street rap. It's in your face. Like it's a lot. Yeah, a couple, but you're talking about like Daytona. It's more smooth, like it, fl- like it's his tone of his, vo- everything's just a little bit more laid back. So and it's seven songs, so you can listen to it like twenty times. <laughs> but, yeah, true. And same thing with Book of Ryan. There's there's skits. There's a s- story. It's like the whole album is a theme of, of his life, like the story. Versus Meek album is um, a typical street Meek album. I'm gonna have fun with this real quick. Uh, I put Kate on uh, recently to an artist, uh, Tierra Whack. So I'm going to challenge you with Tierra Whack. She's not up there. That's an al- Was that an album? That's a legit Oh, there album. he is. Yeah, it's Josh. Uh, no, that's a legit album. That, that was 15 songs in no, 15 minutes. No, I can't. I'm not. E- I can't. I'm not. How many no. times have you listened to the song? And how many songs do you know? A million. Oh, my God. But, right. but they're one-minute songs. I mean, but they're, they're still so- a good song. I mean, in general, it's a great project. It's a, the whole thing's a great project. Like I love, I love every fifty, all fifteen songs. Yeah, but I, you can't. It's not fair. It's not fair to put that up against actual projects. People give Pusha well, T and Daytona shit because it was seven songs. G being one of those people. Well, let me let me just since you guys are talking about this album, this album is not allowed to be on the Grammy nomination. I think it'll be on the the next next year. Which album? Uh, championships. Oh. Okay. So let me give you the the Grammys best albums this year. And who you think is going to win? It's oh. Cardi B, Travis Scott, Mac Miller. Um, oh. hold on, hold on, hold on. Nipsey Hussle and and uh, Nipsey's on there. And um, Pusha T. The only person I think is missing is uh, J Cole's album. I think that's a good list. Scorpions are off there too, but I think that's a good list. Pusha T. Easy. Well, I mean, Cardi B is going to win it, but. It's tough because whenever you're going up against a dick, if guy, I'm going off of those me those in. albums, it's Pusha T. You're going off to that's a fact. <laughs> no, that's this a big is called what it is. <laughs> no, okay, look, if Michael Jackson came out with an album, right, and then he passed away, being the legend he is, like, it's tough going against that. You know but I mean? whenever like, it's Paul like, Walker died, it almost died, washes the whole year of like a good album. They gave that award. What? When Paul Walker died, like the next award saying. show, they awarded. It was awarded. like the best movie of all times for that that genre. What was it? 2015. Can't so remember. like, it's kind of like you know, what I mean, uh, rest up. in peace, Mac Miller. You know, what I mean, it's terrible tragedy, but like when it's going up for awards and whatnot, like it's really hard to say like, oh, Cardi B, and it's like this is the last time he'll ever be on a, a up for a nomination. So. It's kind That's of like, my argument with Biggie and Tupac all the time. Well, I, I that's, hate that argument. One, people, they both have listen, one album. They never well, had a chance to make a whack album. That's, well, that's my I mean, take. Tupac, Tupac had a massive album. Biggie's amazing, but... But my point has always been, like, yes, he was amazing, dope, everything, not taking a single thing away from him. But we have no idea where his career was going to go. Yeah. It, maybe it was going to be phenomenal. Maybe well, it was going to be trash. Yo, like, you know, it's crazy. And he also passed away in, like, one of the uh, timeless eras with, like, Reasonable Doubt. You know, 96 was big, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we all know, like, it was a make-or-break year for a lot of people from 98 and on. Like, 98 to 2003 was wacky in itself, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was in the, the era of dance. What would Biggie do to snap your fingers and 
what's what's that other shit that was out there like Laffy Taffy, all that Laffy shit? Taffy. Could you imagine Biggie like dropping an album and D4L <laughs> is dropping an album too? Soldier Boy, all that BS. Soldier Boy, um, that's crazy. Well, just to bring it full circle. Point being, dead people should be in their own category. They, you know, it's <laughs> I don't mean it like that, Not but like you that. know what I'm saying. No, like, nobody's gonna ever compare to Biggie because it was a it was a, a photograph of this a time. This is my problem with that whole place. thing, and this is how you know it's rigged for Mac. And if he wins, congrats. But he has never been up there. I okay, that's fair. Yeah. But it's still not up there compared to all the other stuff. Okay, which how you can say it's his best say, album? You can say J. Cole and, 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 uh, and Drake up there. Besides that, no. I would put that up there. No, man. I would put the Black Panther soundtrack before yeah. I put. Like, which, all right, look, this is my thing about Mac. Don't There's say it's one of the best albums and you don't even play his music on the radio. It's not, but none of them make it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you got to at least have one. Does Nipsey? Yeah, Nipsey doesn't have any. Nipsey had Victory. That was on the radio? He had, he had, he had two songs on there. Um, the song YG was the song, maybe last time I checked, might be on the radio. That's the, uh, but I'm saying, for the most part, it was just a good body. Work. We're definitely freestyling out here. We both went to hand on the mic. No, no, no. no I, just, I just think, I think that, I think that's, uh, I think that, I think this may be Mac's best album, honest, no, honest I, to God, true. I agree. Josh, I know you're you're a big Mac guy. What do you think of the album? The Mac Miller album was by far the best yet. Um, he developed a lot. If you, anyone saw the the message from you know John Mayer, um, different people that were around him these last couple of years, uh, even our our own local Chu Jackson, right, um, was able to see him grow, develop as a person, as an artist, as a musician. And uh, and I think that really shines through on that last album. It's uh, I think that there's there's a lot of um, like yeah, R.I.P. Man, Mac, we uh, we miss you. But that that album was solid. I I think it was only going up from there. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think that was his best body of work. And and here's my question to you guys then, didn't and this is I don't like speaking on anyone that you know what I'm saying R.I.P. Yeah. to everyone. But I'm just saying. Didn't XX Tentacion or he dropped an album and yeah. people love that. It's not on there, so I think, I think it's not, it's not all because of that. You know, I think it was actually a good, good project. Right. No, absolutely, absolutely. Switch around. Um, yeah. So basically, to summarize, I think it's definitely in the conversation for album of the year. For me personally, it's with that Daytona and Book of Ryan. Yeah, I feel like we should pause this because it's fine. A lot of distraction. That's fine. Okay. And the next, the next category was gonna be store updates, so it's yeah. way down. To gotcha. Yo, I'm back. Sorry, guys. Had a couple customers, some clients, some consumers. All three of those words mean the same thing, and they both start. <laughs> they all three start with a C. So anyway, <laughs> I was gonna say that <laughs> you just ran. I am back, man, and that beer is a Chinoki. Uh, that uh, rant was sponsored by Chinoki. Also, shout outs to Condado because that's definitely where I'm going after this. Uh, also, too, shout outs to Flower City Printmakers, uh, Josh, who gave that uh, rest in peace. <laughs> we don't even know what was said or how that's know. gonna sound. <laughs> I was with a customer and uh, shit got a little awkward. It got a little awkward, so we took a break. Uh, but <laughs> recipes, Mac. 
Uh, what else happened in that little segment? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, to summarize. Oh, 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 hold on. Since we're doing, we're doing shout outs real quick. Sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. Is that what we're um, doing? Shout outs to RB who stopped by also, and he has drummers versus DJ tonight. Oh, at that's what he was talking 10 about. Yeah, so that's what he's doing. So that's. That's the tour shirt, basically, for that event. He's giving it out. It's dope. So he didn't give you one, so he don't really fuck with you like that. I know. Like, what the hell? He's like, yeah, we're giving them for free. And I'm like, you only gave us two. There's three of us here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm just making sure you guys got them. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Kate's like, uh, where's my shirt? It's like, it's all right. <laughs> it's unisex. Bullshit. She's going to just steal it anyway. Share it. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Kay's got the new, what's the next note? We, I guess we're all No, the next now. thing I wanted to talk about is your store updates. What's going on at the store? It's You've been mess. closed it's for several weeks now. It's a mess. Um, Where are you at? When are you reopening? What's going so on? Opening next year, 2019. January, top of the so Yeah, that's how okay. you start off a new year with, with, with some new rapids, uh, new squad. So uh, just had some meetings with some people, not finalized. Um, I can't drop any names, but we're going to have barbers here. We're going to have tattoo artists here. We're going to have stylists here uh, to gear you and make sure that you get everything that you want um, as far as uh, the top-notch fashion and the trendiest, uh, you know, styles that are in at the moment. So what made you decide to close the store? Uh, mental health. It's like not even a joke. Uh, mental health. Like I really had to take a break uh, due to some other things that had like transpired earlier in the year. I just needed to take a break as far as like, uh, you know, just finding myself, making sure that my circle was uh, as tight as it could be and um, making sure that I go forward, making the right decisions uh, in my best, in my best uh, abilities. You're not going to give any specifics on that. You're going to keep that, keep that private or like, where do you want me to go with it? Like, where should I go with that? Like, well, I mean, mental health, I agree, but that's pretty vague. Um, so like, are you gonna talk about your lawsuit or anything like that? So you're just gonna put all my business out. You can say yes or no, and you we can talk move about my on. last clinic vi visit too. Yeah, can you talk about that? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's several people listening, uh, including myself, that would like updates on that. Uh, yeah, Back anyway. to school time has passed. That's yeah. normally your. I haven't passed time the test there since. So uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so anyway, now like, all right, so you mentioned like the lawsuit, whatnot. Um, so, uh, for all you guys that don't know the story, um, basically, uh, Open Up Southside, it was, you know, last year, actually, it was the anniversary, it was just four days ago, five, six days ago, uh, where I opened up Southside, and I had a team, and it was booming, and it was booming so much, there was a lot of greed, and the employees that were hired there by myself uh, tend to take advantage of the situation and whatnot, and, um, Basically, a lot of uh, thievery was involved, so therefore I had to close the place down. Uh, and I spent a lot of time making sure those customers uh, didn't feel like anything was happening. Um, we, I kept the boat selling, you know, a so on and so up. forth. Yeah, so. It's really awkward when people come and pull on your door and we're just sitting here in the store <laughs> and they're just staring at me with these like sad dog eyes, like, please let me in. And I just keep looking at you like I don't see them. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, it's crazy. Like <laughs> there's like uh, there's like literally 10 people outside right now. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to let them in. At me. <laughs> so look, give me one second. I'm going to let them in. So give us one second. People. All right. Look, first of all, we're back. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Pittsburgh, you have some of the ugliest teenagers 
Oh my God! I'm Don't sorry. say that. That kid was ugly. And if you if you hear this kid, today was December seventh, around three. Don't say that. All right, whatever. So, uh, now nah, let me just erase all that. Forget, forget I said that, so you guys can have sympathy for me in his next uh, thirty seconds. Jesus. Christ. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, I got robbed. My customers were robbed. Uh, I basically liquidated all my savings and whatnot, gave up some of my shoes, my own sneakers, to make sure that everybody who was involved in that uh, was taken care of appropriately. Uh, then come to find out, uh, there was a flood, so I terminated at least. Yes, I was paying for that store and my Lawrenceville store at the same time. So when the flood came, three months after that, things were so damaged in that store, I terminated the lease and that landlord wanted to sue. That was like $47,000. To be exact, forty-seven nine hundred eighty dollars. And this just um, was settled in court. What, like a uh, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, like two weeks ago, like right before Thanksgiving. Like they're like, yeah, we want to see you. So that's awesome. Like that's some jive turkey. So anyway, I got sued for forty-seven. Oh, double entendre? No. No, stop saying that. Okay. You're still using it wrong. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Um, uh, I got sued for forty-seven thousand. Uh, went to court. I forgot that I had a key piece of evidence, which was at the actual footage of the damage in my store that they d denied, and um, I didn't even tell my own lawyer until like the day of. And then basically went in there and won. So I beat that. I mean, it wasn't as bad as it should have been, but um, beat that. And then I had all kinds of other personal things happening to me. <laughs> which was super crazy if you guys want to dive into that uh those are the episodes of hashtag waits a bitch um but there was a lot of personal things on my side that i think i'm gonna just not explain uh due to just because complete. i let that person because i let that person go i don't want to like give that person power and it was complete chaos it i don't even a lot of chaos. i don't even know how you summarize you something guys, like that yeah i can't summarize it i would have to go all it was a lot like february yeah it was a lot it's a lot so anyway uh for me it was just too much going on and if you could just imagine being robbed the way I was robbed and then the amounts of money that was just shadowing down on me every day. And losing people that were close to you. I lost a huge circle of friends that I, I don't know why I still use the word friends. A lot of people are blocked. I've changed locations as far as personally. And um, I'm not making, I wasn't making as much, I didn't make as much money as I did 2017 because this year was supposed to be the year of uh, uh, taking care of business. But I'm back. Uh, that's why we're doing these podcasts, because it, it allows me to, you know, talk therapeutically to lovely people and have some fun. And I get free tacos from Condado and uh, some free liquor. So, yeah, this is dope. But as far as the store, uh, you know, what I mean, what are your goals for 2019? 2019, we want. I know shoot. you said the barber and a couple other things like that, but yo, I want this store to bring in like double so the most of the stores ever made was like a million i want to hit 2.2 are you going to do more sneaker shows in 2019 uh, every sneaker show because now we got more help like i said the, the new crew that's coming in it's going to be amazing i like i said i don't have solid names yet but once we get it together i can only imagine what's going on not only are we going to do sneaker tours but we're going to do all thrift stores uh tours uh conventions we're going to do uh we're going to go to fashion shows mm -hmm. um you know I got a barber in here now. We're going to go to some barber conventions, too. This store will Ooh, be known I'm for everything. For you know what I mean? Like, we're going to go to Atlanta. We're going to make sure that we got all the top-notch things. We're not here just to do this thing, like, half-assed. Like, the barber, he's going to be, I want him to be one of the nicest, if not the nicest, barber here. 
Um, I got a tattoo artist. We're going to go to some tattoo shows. I want to go to the one in Philly so bad because I was there when they had it, and it was lit. I need a couple tattoos covered. That's what I'm saying. Like, we all got to, <laughs> I need to get my shit. So, like, selfishly, I'm getting Fixed, a tattoo artist because covered. of that. But I want a tattoo artist to be lit. I want him to be super cultured. So, like, everybody that you deal with at the locker, they don't just uh, do it out of, like, personal, like, uh, you know, their, their, their visions. This is, like, culture views that they've seen, and they bring it back the culture to Pittsburgh. So. What's dope about the team that you have around you now versus um, the people that you had around you previously, from my perspective, right now, because you're closed and rebuilding, the people that are around you are here because they believe in you and because they want to see this win. Yeah. They're not here for any financial gain. They're not here for anything other than the fact that they're genuine with well, wanting to well, see this win. what's crazy about that, and it's really hard not to say names because I have examples for what you're saying. The people that are on my squad, some of them are, like, cherry-picked. Like, they're people from that I had in the past. So they've been here from ground up. Like, they don't have mm-hmm. to say, oh, I'm here because this he's down and it's easy to get in. Like, no, nah, they're like, look, he's down, and I still fuck with this guy. Well, that's what I'm saying, And, like, yeah. we're going to do this all together. And – it's beneficial for everyone. And what's crazy is I actually just had my meeting with one of my like stylists and designers and brands that will be in here. Um, I said, basically the way I created this team was I had to think about what is a way where someone can be selfish, but their selfish needs meets the team's deadlines. You know what I mean? So like, for instance, like when I hire an employee and I, you know what I mean? What's the first thing? He's like, all right, cool. How much money I'm going to make? Is it worth me being here, right? Mm-hmm. But if I hire an, another entrepreneur, like a barber, he's naturally going to be here because he has to be here. I don't pay him because you don't get paid unless you cut. And if you're not good, you don't get paid. So, like, naturally, he's going to make money. Right. He's going to promote or she's going to promote whatever have be. Same thing for the tattoo artists. They got to promote. They got to do this to make money. They bring in people to the store. They got to walk through 750 square feet before they even see their, their artists, their, their profession. And for me, I'm naturally going to want people to enjoy this atmosphere that I've built. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get the promotion just because I solely want a crowd. And then when mm-hmm. people see that stuff, it's like. Well, the thing, too, um, that I wanted to get your opinion or just your perspective on is I was listening. I can't remember who was talking about it, but they were talking about how people who are really successful, like look at Kevin Hart and his team of people. Like he has people that have primarily been there from day one, maybe some people added along the way. But basically, in his team of people, there's nobody trying to be Kevin Hart. Everybody has their own lane. So same thing, like, you have people that work for you that do visual things. And they just want to be the best visual person. The barber wants to be the best barber. Your stylist wants to be the best stylist. Nobody wants to be Anthony. Like, and that's the difference between your team now versus your team before. It's crazy that you say that because the team before were claiming that they were the owners or part owners. And like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I don't have a franchise or anything of that nature. I'm a sole proprietor. Uh, My ex is the only other person that can say that she's been a part of something financially. Mm. And unless you can give her a shit ton of money, she'll tell you to sit the fuck down. So what I'm saying is, is like to buy into a business, you want to have the value. So you have to know the value of the business. Ladies and gentlemen, we hit a million dollars in 2017, so therefore, like, 10% means I need 100 grand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have a stake without a percentage. So I haven't seen 50 grand. I haven't seen 100 grand. So how the hell are you part owner? 
Well, yeah, and that's especially the when thing. you get paid eight dollars and fifty cents an hour. You had somebody in your previous team that was literally trying to be Anthony yeah, from so Anthony's like, Locker. It was legit a scam. Like a lot of people don't understand, man. Like when you make good money, you're successful, or you're striving for better. Like people try to take that shit over, and I don't need to say their. Uh, I don't even need to say their names. It's crazy. I know they're probably gonna listen to this. But well, it's facts. Everything we're saying is factual information of things oh, that actually like, happen. If they want, I got receipts. I mean, I got, I got, I got shit that the papers that they sign stating owner, and this person that I hired. Bank is accounts like, open. Yeah, I got people <laughs> like, open bank accounts crazy. under my name. Like, yo, you know, it's funny. A lot of girls think having a fake Instagram account of their pictures is like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, like, I had a fake bank account under my like alias. And someone used my alias and was ciphering money to that and pulling money out. And what's crazy is I couldn't use, I couldn't even go in that bank and take it out because the name that they use isn't my full, like, whatever. You yeah, know what I mean. yeah, I mean, right. You know, not everybody knows my real name, all right? So they opened it up under my alias and I couldn't take my money out. So, yeah, it was a lot of money, man. Long and, year uh, for you. Very long year. Yeah, so, like, I, I still got another two weeks off, so Merry Christmas, hoes. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, yo, pre-order. I'm shipping gifts. I'm not. No, nah, I don't come to the store. I'm still building. Like, leave me alone right now. I just need quiet time, man. Like, I, I think a lot of people understand. Like, the social media stuff runs you dry. Like, you watch people constantly, constantly, constantly go on trips. Like, I follow a lot of women, like most men do, and like, there's a lot of bartenders out here. There's a lot of like servers. Like, I'm talking about w- women like in their mm-hmm. profession, going on mad trips. And you're like, yo, I own a store, I got this. How am I not tripping? And like, it can like drain you a little bit. It's like, what am I doing in life that's not right that this person can go to Florida three times a month and I can't even go like Yeah, but social media is a highlight reel. It is, but like, it's so consistent with like, putting that in your face and you're looking at girls i mean they're probably getting trips paid for you know you know, <laughs> you know it's crazy i don't see any of my guys all my guys are like holding babies like go, like taking their kids to school the, ki- the guys are like, probably uh, working paying for those <laughs> girls that are on those trips so what are we talking yeah, about where are my fellas at taking trips like thotties man i'm about to start doing the same thing 30th your 30th birthday what 30th birthday thought it Sheesh. up caitlin's birthday is may 21st I'm trying to get him to go to Jamaica. And I, I'm not trying to do anything. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't believe in. But, like, that's the thing. Is it because, like, I believe in hard work? Like, you mean, like, you found a dope-ass price for Jamaica. And it's really good price. And I got a mad time to save for it. But it's like, I'm like, nah. Even though I know I can afford it, even now, I can afford it. But it's like. Nah, I could be doing something else with that. Is it because other people just don't value money like I do? Well, it's your it's different when you're the business owner. Yeah, because even like it's the same thing how I feel when I now I have a son. It's like I could go and spend a hundred dollars on myself right now buying an an outfit for tonight and instantly, as soon as I swipe my card, I'm gonna think, Man, that's a hundred dollars that could have went towards something for dominic right so this store essentially is like your baby so it's like okay this 900 hundred dollar trip all-inclusive flight everything that's super cheap great deal whatever but then that's 900 dollars that you could have invested into um you know stock or your store or 
something for here. So that's really what it comes down to. But on the flip side of that, we have to remember that we only have one life to live and we have to take care of ourselves because if we're constantly pouring into something else, no matter what that other thing is, then we're going to be empty. We're going to look back. Time's going to fly and we're going to look back in at what? Like that $900 for some extra stock? Yeah, that's cool. But then it's like, what do you have to look back on? That's true. That I will mean, come and go. Um, sorry, and I'm guys, just using that as an example. Yeah, I know. Just uh, another. Yo, people be hitting this door hard as fuck, dog. But I'm, I'm closed, so B. Like, you know what's crazy? Are they still standing there? Mm-mm. All right, cool. Just yeah. let me know who's standing. I'll let them in. Like, but it's like, yo, like, y'all be coming in here and y'all act for like the weirdest shit. Like, yo, can I get a. Uh, oh, and please stop DMing at uh, awkward hours and awkward yo, questions. I don't well, change yeah, prices or do offers or ask for information yo, beyond business you hours. Be in my DMs like, like whores. Like, yo, do not text me. Oh, I'm drunk, bro. But I just want to see what you got in size 12. I ain't think about your feet at midnight. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm doing where, where? so many things. What is that where we at the other weekend when I was on you? you. Her, uh, I was on a Tinder date. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, somewhere in oh no, your football practice. Oh yeah. Was it was after football. your football practice because that went late. That ran really yo, long. Homie was definitely hitting me up like yo, yo, where's my money? I'm like, bro, it's in your mailbox. Mm. And like, he looked at the check and was like, yo, this ain't enough. And like, it's just crazy. Like at twelve o'clock. Going tough guy. And I'm like, yo, just check your emails. Long story short, eventually you're just going to have yeah, to get yeah. like an auto-generated yeah. pre-type message Basically, after s- after Next certain hours. Me up after like 6 o'clock, you getting the, the copy and paste. Fuck it, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah, that was anyway, excessive. fuck those two guys. Um, but no, moving on, because I want to keep this rolling. I don't want to stay on schedule. And this thing is that oh, G left this in bars. So whatever, 900 bars have been spit. <laughs> and it's interview. <laughs> God knows what. 900 but bars with Josh's tribute to Mac first Miller. First of all, <laughs> yo, Josh's tribute to Mac Miller is probably one so of the creepiest things in 2018. Yeah. We should never do it again. Okay. So, anyways, what I one thing I wanted to talk about is um, I was listening to a conversation about relationships. Okay. And they were talking about if you subscribe to the idea of for better, for worse, sickness and health, regardless of your marriage, I'm talking marriage or committed relationships here. Have you cheated before? When I was 14. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you're talking to a professional cheater. Okay. Here. Well, yeah. So different perspectives. I've only cheated once on my first boyfriend in high school and that was it. Never right. again. I cheated uh, multiple times on my first girlfriend and uh, zero times on my new one. And I should have just reversed those results. <laughs> <laughs> should have cheated on the second one and shit on the first. But, hey, you live and you learn, right? Okay. I'm <laughs> just going to I'm gonna keep moving on that because whatever. <laughs> one, I said one podcast, I'm going to just really. So I've been known away for two years now. Two years now. And I know I know where the bodies are hidden. Let's just say that. And I say that to mean I know literally almost everything about his life. So there's so many times that I'll just be wanting to call you out on so much bullshit, but I'm just going to let it all fly. So it's cool. We'll just keep moving. Anyways, my point being, 
um, committed relationships, marriage, for better, for worse. Uh, the, the hot take was if you really love someone, you'd let them, you're going to let them cheat on you. No, let them? You don't let them. That's man. just, that's the hot take. What okay. they were saying is when you really love somebody and you have that foundation and it's beyond anything of titles or anything like that, you're going to, um, certain things are no longer an option. Leaving is no longer an option. So, no, you don't want people to cheat. But if they do, you're not leaving. Okay. That's all I'm saying. It's like, what is your breaking point? What would make you leave out of a marriage or a serious committed relationship? Now, if someone's wilding out and they cheated on you 10 times, 15 times, yeah, you're leaving. That no, goes without I saying. Ain't. But I'm talking about the casual instance or mistake i'm saying I, you know i appreciate you saying that because you know we're humans and we miss out on a lot of dope ass people because we are taught all this shit like you look like girlfriends to be like oh he ain't shit but what's crazy is your girl getting ran through all fucking night every time you guys go out this is weird sometimes she's the side chick and girls be like oh he ain't shit blah 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 anyway uh no i'm a i'm a believer in second chances definitely don't wild out personal note I told my ex about when I messed around, and uh, she was a really nice person. So I decided, I'm like, look, man, I'm wilding out. Like, four chicks in two weeks. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. It was bad. And I told her about every single one, and, like, she um, she was just fed up. Now, I cheated on her before that when we was in college, like, four years past. But, like, those were, like, those casual instances. We didn't know what we were, but she grew past that. But I definitely wilded out. Now... Uh, attesting to what she's saying, bringing full circle to uh, current days, um, in a situation like, if I'm like, if we've been having like a rough patch and there's a lot of like distance in the relationship as far as like mentally and physically, and that happens, and then I think the next question shouldn't be like, why did you cheat? It's like, how did you not cheat even quicker? You know what I mean? I feel like the next question should be like, yo, what's wrong with us? Honestly, when a person cheats, there's something wrong in a relationship. But uh, yeah, but majority of the time, sometimes people are just greedy. Yeah, I was gonna say, I guess like what I'm saying is, I'm talking about more so like maybe there's not any major issues. Maybe you just slipped up. Maybe I just slipped up. It just happened for whatever the reason it happened. And here we are. I love you. You love me. We want to be in this. And I'm not going nowhere. You're not this going is, nowhere. This is my thing, man. As a male too, I've been in relationships where it's like, I don't care if you see me. And I've also been in relationships where it's like. Yo, I hope she don't see this shit. You know what I mean? If you say, I hope she don't see this, that's a relationship, period. If you're covering up stuff, you still want to be with that person. So there's something in there that's saying, like, yo, um, I, this person's different because I don't want them to see it. Because, like, I've been around some chicks, and I'm just like, eh? Like, okay, we messed around. Like, where is our, where's our foundation? Like, nowhere. Yeah. Like, and you know what's crazy? A lot of females hold sex as, like, a foundation. Like, oh, that's mine. It's like, how? How? The only way to lock a guy down is his mind. That guy has to feel comfortable that he can go somewhere with this, this chick. So therefore, when he's comfortable with a chick uh, and his woman, like he'll make sure that she's not harmed mentally and physically, all that other stuff, and then he doesn't want her to feel bad because he feels better. But when it's just something physical, a lot of girls think because you give a guy physical that you got him, and it's like, yo, we get physical anywhere. Yeah. It's really hard to obtain a man. So if brain. you're in a committed relationship or a marriage, and your wife cheats on you. Are you staying or are you leaving? I'm going to be like, yo, what did I do? Like, what's up with you? Like, what's are wrong? Are you staying? I'm staying. Okay. Like, I, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm pissed. Like, she's not off the hook. Like, 
Mm. Still, stay away from arm's reach, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the other guy, whoever it was. So what do you think it would – what is your breaking point then? What would – No, I don't mean that I would hit her. What, what would your breaking point be then? What would make point, you leave? Like, for instance, like, if it's, like, on some, like – like, for instance, like, cheating, I'm not going on dates. Like, when I cheated, I wasn't going on dates. Like, I'm actually pretty ruthless. It's like, yo, you either going to do this or not. And if a shorty takes that, I'm going to take what I can get, too, because it's convenient. Like, cheating, if it's, as long as it's left convenient, we got to talk about it. But when it's, like, something you setting up, you treating this dude like you treat me, you know what I mean? Like, nah. So that's your breaking point. Yeah, it's like when I feel like that dude has the same power as me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, like, he, like, he knows, he knows, like, I don't know. He's got you got inside jokes for the moment. No, I agree. I, my ex cheated on me, and one of my biggest um, discrepancies or issues with who's it. Her, who was it with? What? what okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> it was Brenda, Tisha, <laughs> Shauna, Ladonna. No, it was actually. It was. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Well, these bitches want for a, my nigga. It was a uh, young lady that lived in Canada. Like only a man can make you hate some, have beef with somebody in a whole other country. Like that, only a man could do that to you. But anyways. My biggest issue with it and why I couldn't get over it and had such a difficult time working through it is because he empowered her to feel like she could speak to me. So oh, she shit. was on social media talking about me subliminally, indirectly to me, different things like that, her and her friends, and he wasn't checking her. And that's yeah. where it went yeah. completely left. Like, that's where that was the breaking point for me. Like, you're not even going to. No. Every boyfriend has done this before when he gets caught. Be like, yo, chill, chill, chill. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, my, my shorty will kill you. Like, you know what I mean? But when that doesn't happen you, and you don't see a defense, that's, I, I mean, just me personally, I think that's where I, I, well, I agree. Context, this was not the first time I caught him cheating. I mean, it's fine. But, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> if he doesn't defend, like, yeah, you got to be like, yo, he don't give a fuck. That, that was my breaking point. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, it was put to me, like, you need to be the bigger person, get over it. Instead of checking the problem. Like, she shouldn't even feel that she has the power to to ever even be in my presence, especially when we built this from ground up. So she shouldn't speak to me, be around me, subliminally, whatever the case may be. So that's the only reason why I say that. Like, that for me, that's my breaking point. It's, it's if it's, uh, if you're a habitual che cheater and if you're allowing me to look crazy and be disrespected, like, because I, I see growth, I'm cool. I am a firm believer that relationships fail because we don't allow two things. We don't allow people to grow or make mistakes. And we and and with that being said, we hold each other to impossible standards. So it's like if I've date if I met you when I was 18 and we are 29 right now, there's no way you're not making a mistake from 18 to 29. Absolutely no way. So if I try to hold you to this standard that you're never going to fuck up or make a mistake, of course we're going to break up. Of course we're not going to be together. So we have to allow each other to grow and make mistakes, and I feel like that's why relationships fail. Speaking of mistakes. Um, not that that means you can cheat. That's not a pass to cheat. No. I'm just saying, like, men, it's not a pass to cheat. First of all, she looked at me like, I don't know why she looked at me like, I'm going to do what I want. Anyway, so speaking of that, Kevin Hart. This will be the last week <laughs> of the podcast because Wade will be dead. Kevin Hart. Um... Yeah, good segue. Growth. Yeah, you gonna take credit for it? You gonna let me say it? No, go ahead. All right, that's cool. <laughs> so, uh, this is this is Kayla's segment because that was a great segue that I pulled, and she 
Not locker talk no more. It's Caitlin talk. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Caitlin without a Y. So, anyway, uh, Kevin Hart uh, up for the Oscars. And um, to be the host, and uh, to be the host, that they uh, they threatened him to pull his um, his his job being the host uh, if he doesn't delete the tweets. And apologize. It was apology. Nine, huh? It was an apology they were demanding. Yeah, they want. Well, he already did it. That was after the fact, but they, yeah, he apologized when it first resurfaced, and then this happened. He got the the role to host, and then they said they wanted another apology, and then he said no, they wanted him to delete the tweets. Yeah, and they wanted another apology, and he went on uh, Instagram and said that he's already spoke about this. He's already apologized. He turned down. He rejected that, and he said that he's not apologizing or going to continue to apologize for something he's already addressed. And then later he did go back and apologize via Twitter um, just to the LGBTQ Z community. I, I can't. W. I'm sorry. I really don't know the added on letters. But the uh, the gay I'm community. Sure a in there now. Uh, I know there's a Q. I don't know. But he then apologized again just stating that if he hurt anybody by those whatever. But he had a great point again about growth. And why do we pick and choose who can grow and who cannot grow? And why don't we allow growth? Why can't we just understand that he was a different person in 2009 than he is in 2018 and he's matured? First of all, did you read those tweets? Yes. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 my point in this discussion, just to be clear, has nothing to do with his take on how he feels about gay people or if his kids were gay. All right, look, hold on. I, I need to clear this up. This makes me so... America's so fucking sensitive. So sensitive. Please, white people. I know you said the N-word. Okay? Uh, don't look at me like that. No, I do not. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Drunk white men walk up to me and be like, bro, I got the N-patch. I can say the N-word. Bro code. I got the N-patch? Yeah, like, the people say some wild shit to me. So, I mean, like, I I'm not even going to lie. When I'm with my boys, like, I'd be like, bro, that's gay. It's gay as fuck. I've called my boys fags. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, it's my show. I don't care where I'm going to get sued for free podcast. Where's so, Benji? <laughs> but anyway, no, I've used the word before. I mean, everyone does a derogatory thing. My thing is, we got to stop as Americans pretending like this shit is surprising me. If I walk in the middle of West Virginia and someone says some racist shit, you think when I saw the sign West Virginia, I wasn't ready for it? I'm cool. My thing is, we are so fucking surprised with all this technology, all this social media, all these video cameras in your face. You see racist cops do shit all the time. You see these people do this all the time. The Chinese hurry up and buy shit all the time. Like, yo, what is that, G? Yeah, he just walked by. Oh, well, fuck it. So my thing is, it's like we always pretend like we're so surprised. Then you're gonna go back in a time where it was just funny, but now it's like frowned upon. Shout out to the LGBT community. But it's like, it's sensitive, man. It is what it is. I don't think, I think the problem is uh, the bigger discussion is forcing each other's lives on on your opposition. Like, I, if I feel like everyone should live free, live however makes you happy, what whoever you love, do whatever you want. But your choice of lifestyle, no matter what we're talking, I'm not even just talking about gay uh, people. I'm talking about just in general. But your choice of lifestyle shouldn't affect how I choose to live my life and raise my kids. Could you imagine, just like the pinpoint where, where you're at, like the transgender person, they're like, oh, I'm this sexual, blah, blah, or I'm this sexual. 
I don't, first of all, I don't give a fuck what you are. You know what I mean? You look like this. I called you this. Like, just like a white person, that you look black, so I called you black. Whatever. Like, but my thing is, is like, as far as like, could you imagine being a black person? Like, could you imagine like how annoying black people would be if they was like, I'm sorry, but I'm African American. And then the other white person is like, hey, how you doing, African American? And it's like, I'm sorry, call me black. And it's like, they both look the same. <laughs> it's like, bro, shut up. Like, fuck it. Like, just be glad that I gave you the right, like, it, whatever, dog. Like, it's so annoying. And it's like, it makes everyone super sensitive. We don't need to fucking change bathrooms. You got one tool, you got one room. You got the other tool, you got the other room. Bingo bongo. Just because you got a skirt don't mean you get to go into the other room. That's why I think, just keep it black and white. I've had this conversation with my ex before, and America is now starting to live in the gray. We are starting to allow so many loopholes uh, and wormholes because we are so sensitive and we cater to everybody, and America now does not know how to say no. My thing is, is like... Well, that's that was my uh, bigger point with like why I was in support of Kevin Hart because he said... The internet trolls are not going to win this time. I'm not backtracking like that. And that's where we're at. We're like, if enough people make an uproar, and you know this being in customer service, if enough people make an uproar over something, you're going to get it for free or you're going to get what you want. And it's to the point where it is like detrimental to just the natural order of things. And that's why I respect it. I don't even care what the stance he was, what the tweets were about. It could have been about anything. It was the point that he was like, no, I'm not going to allow this to happen where you guys are going to bully me. These internet trolls are going to dig up old stuff and bully me into saying what they want to say. Into an apology. It's basically, you know, it's crazy. Man, I hear that out loud from you. It's like, hey, we're going to go back in time, find some shit and make the most famous comedian shout us out. Say sorry. It's one of those loopholes. Like it's like the Bill Cosby loophole. You get some old bitches that are like seventy years old now. Oh, yeah, I mean they're all in, like irrelevant, and they want to be relevant. And they say, "Yo, he raped me." My thing is, is like, cool. Where was the same energy? Like, where's this energy coming from? Like everyone, whenever they, whenever they have low energy, they look at what's been accepted before, and then people get pulled down. These are mega stars now. Bill Cosby, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to ride more on the examples of Kevin Hart here, but Kevin Hart's a comedian. What he say is going to be offensive. Those jokes are meant to be like that. So to come at a comedian, one, is like the dumbest thing ever. He's the most easiest target. He's going to say shit about fat people. He's going to say some shit. Like, there's some guys, and I'm sorry, there's a community out there that doesn't like me to say retard, but there's some, you know, they make retarded jokes, fat jokes, racist jokes. They're the easiest people to target. Shout out to Kevin Hart. His show was hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. But I'm just saying, like, for the LGBT to, uh, to come through and go after tweets from 10 years ago, 9 years ago. Well, just in anything, too. Like, they did that with Charlemagne. They almost got him out of here because of his old podcast and tweets about, like, just rape culture and things that he was talking about and doing then. And we can't take away context. Like, we can't. Pretend that things weren't different 20 years ago. Right or wrong, regardless if it was right or wrong that we behaved in those ways, it's still a fact that that's how things were acceptable back in those days. Now, the argument that's being made, and I'll let you completely take over on this because I'm white, but the argument being made on this is racism. And they're saying, okay, well, you want to forgive Kevin Hart for something he said 10 years ago and he grew and he changed, but you want us to get over race, but 
you want us to get over slavery and you don't want us to get over ra uh, slavery and racism and you want to constantly bring that up. So, so my question is, I personally don't believe it's, it's even comparable, but do we pick and choose who we let grow, what we let change, what we don't let change, what we choose to remember, what we don't choose to remember? I mean, honestly, I think everybody just needs to man the fuck up. Like I said, I'm going to go back to my last comment. Like, would you forgive somebody if if there was a white actor, entertainer, and they dug up tweets from, and this happens, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and it was the most racist shit in the world? Are you forgiving him and saying growth like Bro. people are for Kevin Hart? Or are you holding him accountable for those tweets? My thing is, why do we care? Honestly, like, what? So the person that figures this shit out, what's your personal game? A shout out from the editorial. Uh, why do I care if someone says some racist shit? You ain't say it to me. But I'm saying, like, do you... But this is what I'm saying. White people have been saying this shit before. I'm not going to clusterfuck everyone together. But also, too, I know this shit still happens. Unless someone has the balls to say it to me, then it don't matter. So because because my thing is, I would... If a person says something in front of me, I'm going to handle it my way. Is it the right way? And until it happens to you, don't tell me what's wrong. Okay, so from not a personal perspective, though, in general, though, like, what is your perspective on that? Like, do you think that everybody deserves a chance to grow no matter how foul or go, racist man. or prejudiced some of the stuff may be? I mean, look, I still watch Seinfeld, Kramer called a motherfucker, and, you know what I mean? Like, some shit. You, you're, I'm, yo, I'm spitting these, these cookies all over the place. This is probably never going to get posted. This might this might be the worst episode we've nah, No, but think about it. I still watch uh, Kramer on Seinfeld. You know, he did. No, I don't, because I never watched Seinfeld. Well, anyway, Kramer from Seinfeld, the one with the crazy hair, had his own stand-up. And I guess the heckler, who was black, said something, and he says, there goes the N-word, there goes an N-word. He's got his, you know, that monkey's got his shine. Actually, it was like 2005. I still watch Seinfeld. It's unfortunate. So then you're on the side of you believe like you believe in change and growth and for everybody it was like i mean i prefer him i'm asking you to pick a side here like are you on the side that everybody deserves a second chance yeah. or everybody can grow no like matter said, how I, if foul I, if I or said flagrant no. well i said no as a cheater like then my i'm i'm deemed a cheater forever and no woman should ever deal with me ever but i'm just is there different like, is there different rules for different people? Like, if it's racist, no, they're out of here. We don't want anything from them again. If it's gay, gay community related, eh, people can grow and change their perspective. Like, where's the bar, I guess, is what I'm it's asking. There's no bar. There's, there's no bar. I think people just got to stop being sensitive. I don't know what's going on in Bob's Burgers, but no, there's no bar. Negative is negative. You know what I mean? I said, you keep it black and white. Um, if it's not something nice to say, it's just bad. And if we got to stop, like, categorizing what's worse. Is the shit still bad? All right, you probably shouldn't have said it. Period. Like, if I walked up to a woman and said, ma'am, you're ugly as fuck, I probably shouldn't have said it. Even though, like, it didn't hurt no one else in the room but her emotions. Like, I mean, I just, bad is bad. It doesn't have, it doesn't have to affect the community. It, it could be just one person. It could be self-hate. Bad is bad. Let's just leave it at that. But we got to stop holding on to things and being like, yo, this person is, all right, cool, he fucked up. Now let's weigh out the percentages. How fucked up is he compared to his life? Kevin Hart was 29 when he made that. 
Oh, Look I don't how, even yeah. know if Dave's that old. Yeah, it's almost 10 years ago. So how he's, old is he? He's 39. If you smack your lips one more time, I'm going to throw this mic at you. Oh, I got mad M&Ms on my mouth, bro. For anybody that's listening, they're probably so annoyed right now. And I'm with you guys. Surfing turf. Yeah, so anyways, I guess to bring it all full circle, um, I thought that was an, an – I think it's a very interesting thing that's happening right now. I think we're actually about to see a turn in the tide that – people are going to stop being so politically correct. Like you see it with Cardi B, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Now him being the type of superstar he is, him doubling down on this is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, like oh. him taking this stance, turning down the Oscars. This is huge. I really believe that this is going to be uh, a turn in, Look, in once how people things start have been. saying no and people don't give what they want. Like people of power don't give what they want. And we start saying no as the workers. It's just like Kevin Hart is, has the strength of a million uh, men on strike. You know what I mean? Like, his no says speaks volumes. Yeah, people it's very may, powerful. People, people may not watch. I was looking through the comments, too, and mm-hmm. it was all of his peers and celebrities. Yeah. Like, we're with you. We're behind you. We're standing. Like, the Oscars already has a bad stigma. Yeah, who even cares? I mean, that would have no, been I'm great saying, for his career. But first of all, how does the Oscars work, right? Half the shit you heard of, half of it you never heard of, and the ones that you never heard of always wins. That's because of the voting panels. So who the fuck are they? And well, like, if they're all a certain category, and it's not access to the people, like, how do they? How are they the ones that dictate what's a great movie? When like the sales sometimes don't even like. Some of those there's a lot of Oscars that haven't broke box office. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, how do you? Hey, you yeah, do that without being tested. It's like the yeah. weirdest thing ever. It's like, oh yeah, me and my friends looked at it. It's gonna be the greatest movie of all times. We voted for like what Jay-Z talks about on What's Free, about the billboard numbers and stuff. Since you want to talk about, about Meek it. so much, yeah, talk about nah. it. <laughs> I'm just, no, I was talking about Jay-Z. You, like, died off a little bit. He's like, mm-hmm. I am dying. <laughs> Wave high. Minutes. I'm sick. It, it's just, it's just a rough day. But, um, no, I. it's just, who cares about any of that shit? And one of the other things I will say about just to kind of wrap up this Kevin Hart thing and tie into the, the award shows is, um, you know, that this prestige and this energy that people have for these shows like the Oscars that don't care about the culture that a lot of these entertainers are in. If I were an entertainer, like put that energy into like the BET awards or re revamp an award show and make it equivalent to an Oscars. Do your own thing. Like don't seek validation from the Grammys or the Oscars when you know, they don't, they don't hold weight no more. They don't, care they don't hold weight no more you know it's crazy they're clueless and they don't care so we're living in a world now where like big brother has run out of ideas and big brother now is reaching into little brother i'm talking about from all aspects your, your nikes your oscars your, your espies all that stuff and it's crazy now because now everybody's doing collaborations we are the small people are now starting to work together so I, what caitlin's saying like yeah fuck them like we should all come up with our own shit write our own guidelines and uh, if you That's get a personal a job, goal of yours for 2019 as well. Oh, you yeah, said, without doubt. So, and we were talking about this the other day with Nick from Civilization. It's we're only supporting small business. Yeah, like local brands. No, no well, not necessarily local, Supreme but small ba- brands. You've made me tons of money. You make dope ass brands. The fuck. As he's sitting here in a yeah, I'm in a Supreme. Big, <laughs> or I'm sorry, brand big. Kate doesn't know what she's looking at. But <laughs> no, like honestly, I, I love you guys. I love what Some you guys shark did. On the hood. Just um, you know, and the cat's out of bait. Awesome shit. But I think your time's up as far as uh, the trend. It's time to move on. Support the hipsterish. people that support I you. I just hate dressing like a 13-year-old. 
I honestly would love that for Dominic because of that shark See, mouth you know on what it. I'm saying? Like, I'm about to be 30. And then when I see a kid that looks freckled out, he don't, he don't own shit. And he looks just like me and probably looks better. Yeah, it's probably it's, better. It's like a slimmer fit, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's probably style. better. <laughs> My thing is, like, I don't want to step in line and think I got some, some hot shit on and the kids got it on. I would definitely put Dominic in that. Yeah. Dominic's I mean, four. Stepdad of the year here. Shout out to Dominic. Um, no. He's about to be five, a couple weeks. All right. So he's going to pay for that <laughs> plug-in because that was not on the ad list. <laughs> Speaking of plug-ins, Civilization, on December 15th, we do have a benefit concert for Toys for Tots. Uh, shout out to Nick Rizzo and Wade Anthony of Anthony's Locker. Um, there's going to be a couple performances there, free food and drinks. So, oh, food. Yeah. Did you make that up? Time. Yo, I think I had like eight yinglings last time while I was DJing and I performed. Oh, no, you had those gins. Oh, and I had gin drinks. A lot of them. Man, you guys, if you hang around me. I'll get you there. It was a lot of fun. It I, was definitely, that was my first time experiencing something like that. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'll definitely get you guys the Cloud 999. Um, Cloud 999. But no, so that's, uh, that's one plug. Uh, once again, we got RVs for Rush Brands. Uh, make sure you have fun. Uh, Drummers vs. DJ tonight at 9 o'clock p.m. sharp. Uh, be there. There's some definitely legends in the building. Shout out to DJ ADMC. I'm a personal fan. And also, uh, what else is going on? What else is going on? G's in town. I was like, I'm going to steal his mics. He doesn't even know it. Um, and just, I guess, stay tuned for the locker updates yeah, and stay tuned events for the coming. Updates. Uh, like I said, we opened up January That same guy has been here twice now. And uh, yeah, so hold on one second. Uh, I got customers. But hey, we're logged out. Love you all. Happy Friday. <laughs>